The following is a production of Greenville Presbyterian Theological Seminary. For more information about the seminary, how you can support it, or applying to become a student, please visit www.gpts.edu. Hello and welcome to another edition of Confessing Our Hope, the podcast of Greenville Presbyterian Theological Seminary. My name is Zach Groff and I'm your host. And today we are uh, conducting our annual new student interview. We might actually do more than one this year. I haven't decided on that yet, primarily because we have such a large incoming class. But I'm excited about the one today. Before I introduce um, the two new students that I'm interviewing, I do want to share some announcements from the life of the seminary with you. And um, a lot of this information you can find online at gpts.edu. The first bit is uh, just want to mention again, our faculty are traveling quite a bit. Most of their travels are completed for October, but uh, in November they they may be coming to a town near you or uh, hosting a conference or speaking at a conference that you might be interested in. You can review all of the specifics about faculty travel in our latest edition of the newsletter. It's, again, available at gpts.edu. But in brief, uh, I know Dr. Curdo is coming home from Lakeland, Florida early this week. Dr. Pipe is coming home from Buffalo, New York uh, this week. And Dr. Shaw will be speaking in Bartlesville, Oklahoma uh, coming up in just a few days, I think. And Dr. McGraw is coming back from Ohio. So just, if, if nothing else, please pray for these men that the Lord would bless their ministry around the country. Dr. Shaw will also be delivering an inaugural lecture here in Greenville at Second Presbyterian Church. And you might be thinking, isn't he your senior faculty member? Hasn't he been teaching there for like 30 years? Why is he giving an inaugural lecture? Well, it's because he was recently promoted to full professor of Hebrew and Old Testament. So that inaugural lecture, again, will be at Second Presbyterian Church in Greenville on Monday, November 21st at 7 p.m. More information about that event can be found at gpts.edu. And our friends at Second Church have assured me that they will be able to live stream Dr. Shaw's lecture for us. And for that, I'm very thankful because uh, my wife and I are planning to go back to Philadelphia and um, at, at the end of November, and we'll be gone that night. So I won't be able to be there live, but I look forward to watching it um, by simulcast. And gearing up for our calendar year-end appeal, um, I do want to share this with you. This is something that we're doing. If you appreciate this podcast and Greenville Seminary's ministry of equipping preachers, pastors, and churchmen for Christ's kingdom I I would ask you even now, this early in the game, to think about including the seminary in your year-end giving plans and be on the lookout for emails and letters in your mailbox uh, with regards to how you can give and, and what your giving will be going toward. Also, it's never too early to mark your calendars for our Spring Theology Conference. It's going to be March 13th through 15th, 2018, can you believe I'm saying 2018 already, at Woodruff Road Presbyterian Church in Simpsonville, South Carolina. We will have Michael Barrett of Puritan Reform Seminary, G.K. Beale of Westminster, Joel Beakey, Johnny Gibson from Westminster, Ian Hamilton, Ryan McGraw, Rick Phillips, Joey Piper and the Reverend Ryan Speck. He's our uh, alumnus speaker. These men will be preaching and teaching on the grand theme of the person and work of Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory. So if, if you're like me and you know who each of these men are and you're also excited about Christology, 
I think that you'll want to be at this conference. This promises to be a very special conference this year. We hope that you will consider joining us in March. More information about that is being posted at gpts.edu slash conference, and we'll be updating that page with relevant details. We're also going to be sending out the brochure within the coming weeks. So uh, please register with us as soon as you can once that goes live. Now, Moving on to the body and bulk of the podcast today, I wanted to introduce to you the two students that are sitting here with me. First, I have Logan Shelton, who's a first-year student originally from Jacksonville, Alabama, and he enrolled with us out of sequence this past spring. That just means that he didn't start in the fall. He started in the spring semester. Over the past 10 months or so, I've really enjoyed his friendship, and I've enjoyed getting to know him. I'm thankful that he's here, and we as a seminary are thrilled to have him on campus with us. Logan, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And the other uh, guest student I have with us today is Isaac Overton. He's a special student originally from Australia's Deep South, the island state of Tasmania, or affectionately known as Tassie. And though he and his family currently call the city of Geelong in Victoria State home, he is, in fact, a bogan from Tasmania. (laughs) He told me to say that. I don't even know what it means. (laughs) But he said his friends would appreciate that. (laughs) Um, He's studying on campus with us for just a few months before he returns home to complete his degree at the Australian College of Theology and, uh, Lord willing, enter into ministry in the land down under. Isaac, thank you so much for joining us. It's good to be here, brother. So, Isaac, I want to start with you because your decision seems rather remarkable. You traveled halfway around the world to just join us for a semester. Your studies aren't going to count towards your degree at the Australian College of Theology, though we have friends there, and I know they're excited that you're here too. Why did you come to Greenville this fall to supplement your theological education in Australia as you prepare for the ministry? Yeah, Zach, um, yeah, just for the benefit of the, li- the listeners, so yeah, I'm studying uh, back home at the Reformed Theological College in, in Melbourne. I live in Geelong. Um, it's all under the Australian College of Theology there. I mean, I've really, I've really been blessed and appreciated the ministry that I've experienced through the RTC back home. Um, but as to why I wanted to supplement that with uh, a semester here at GPTS, uh, there's two major reasons. Uh, the first one really is um, just some. There's some really, some really unique learning opportunities that I saw here at, at the seminary, which which I thought would be uh, extremely beneficial for me, and that's mainly some of the courses that were offered. Um, so if I can go just a little bit theology nerd here for a second. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, the, the seminary offered firstly a, a, a couple of units in apologetics from an explicitly presuppositional perspective. Um, and I just got the sense overall that that uh, all the units that were offered were offered from an ex- an explicitly presuppositional kind of perspective, which is something um, I'm a big fan of, of Cornelius Van Til um, and been influenced by his theology. So I really appreciate the opportunity to, to study apologetics, um, but a few other units as well. Um, the logic unit was uh, something that appealed to me. I'd never been trained in logic before, and so I took that unit actually by distance prior to coming here, but that was extremely beneficial. Um, but yeah, a, a number of other units... Uh, the opportunity to do homiletics and have have another perspective and input into my my development as a preacher. Um, I really looked forward to and and hope to do the the reformed spirituality unit, which I've been doing here this semester, which has just been a fantastic opportunity. Um, 
you know, a whole unit dedicated to to learning about and, and seeking to develop more in godliness, um, in spiritual disciplines. Um, and, yeah, so just, just a few unique opportunities uh, like those ones and a few other ones as well. Uh, so that's, that's one major reason. But the second one really um, is I got a sense from... I just had a sense of, of, of the seminary as a whole. You know, I, I think of it, um, you don't judge a book by its cover, um, but sometimes I judge a book by its publisher. Yeah. And, and you look at some publishers and you know you're picking up a... When you pick up a Banner of Truth book, you know you're picking up good quality stuff. You know, it's, it's experimental, uh, it, it's sound in doctrine, it will move your heart. And, and I just got a sense of, um, of Greenville that there's something unique here um, in, in that kind of way, and that was something that appealed to me a lot. And so, um, yeah, I'm very thankful that God has opened the way for for me and my family to come here to Greenville, and we've uh, Greenville, and we've been very blessed by our time here. A lot of what you said resonates with me as well, as I've gotten to know the seminary over the past couple of years. First, as a distance student, but then especially as a resident student. Logan, why did you choose Greenville Seminary? That's a good question, Zach, and. Uh it's kind of hard to answer in a short period of time because looking back, uh, the Lord was really guiding and directing me all the way. And there were so many providences that I didn't realize were occurring then, but looking back, I just I see the hand of the Lord. Uh, if I were to put one thing on it or really attribute it to one thing more than anything else, it'd probably be Dr. Piper's preaching. Um, I came here and I visited. I got to know the faculty a little bit. I was really struck by how well I got along with them and how charitable they were in a number of things. I started listening to Dr. Piper more, and I was just really blessed um, by his preaching ministry. And I remember in particular, he did a sermon on Sola Scriptura, and it was just very clear to me that he was committed to the Scriptures and that he truly loved the Scriptures. And when I was finished with that sermon, I knew that if, if the Lord would have me study in any seminary, it was going to be here, and I was going to learn um, from him among others. I also listened to a few other sermons from faculty members. Dr. McGraw has a great sermon out there. I think he calls it the Thesis of the Bible, in which he just takes uh, his congregation through God's covenant, beginning with Adam and all the way through, and just really blessed by that so you know there was a lot of things but if I could attribute to one more than anything else it was the preaching ministry of those on the faculty in particular Dr. Piper. Well that's what we're about right? Yeah. <laughs> Greenville Seminary <clears throat> being a small school is, uh, is a focused school and narrow in a good sense and that is in our focus of training men and equipping them to be preachers so that's good to hear that you came here because you're confident that you'll be equipped to preach the Word of God. Amen. And um, as a new student, now shifting gears a little bit away from the curriculum, uh, as a new student, Logan, do you feel like you've been welcomed into the student body? Yeah, the welcoming was really quite remarkable. I used to joke with some of my family and uh, my friends back home and that I've never eaten so much free food in my life. Um, <laughs> and it's true. I mean, I, I, I think that within... The first three weeks of being here, I had already been in the homes of three faculty members. Um, and that doesn't even include the student body and people in the church um, that were having me over also. So I, 
I, I had a very low food budget when I initially got here, and, and it's, it's lower than people might think even still. Um, so the welcoming has been incredibly warm. It's really been a blessing, um, and I've, that type of hospitality has really been blessed of the Lord, and I've developed some really close friendships um, and good Christian camaraderie with those on the faculty, those in the church, and, of course, the student body. Mm. Isaac, what about you? I mean, the seminary community knew that you were only planning on being with us for a few months, and you came with a family. You have three children. You have a wife with you. How have uh, you all adjusted to living in a new community in a different country? Yeah, it's been it's been a huge blessing for us, too, in our experience here. Um, you know, even, even before coming, uh, the people who we were in contact with, Mrs. Curdo and a few others, were just so... Uh, they went above and beyond the call of duty to make it possible for us to come. You know, there were really a, a number of things that had to happen for us to be able to come. And, and God opened the door for those things through the service of his people here. And that was such a blessing. And, and coming here, you know, there's um, coming to a new country, there's, uh, it can be a bumpy ride at times. Uh, you know, after a 30-hour uh, flight or whatever it was from Australia with three kids, that's, and then, you know, we get out of the airport here at 11 p.m. at night or, you know, late at night and, and uh, jump into this hired car. We have no phones yeah. because, you know, we have to buy our new phones here. And, and they put me in this monster truck of a Suburban and I'm driving on the wrong side of the road at the middle of the night with no GPS. So, you know, there are, there are teething issues when you come to America from Australia. But, but we, we settled in, we found our, our paces here and, and everyone was just so friendly. You know, um, you know, some of these people like Logan, we didn't even know people this friendly existed. So we've been very blessed uh, to be here. I've had to tell Isaac and uh, and his wife Liberty multiple times that Greenville, South Carolina, is is a wonderful place and is representative of the best that America has to offer. And uh, if they had ended up in a different city, their experience may have been qualitatively different. I don't say that to denigrate anywhere else, but just to uh, sing the praises of what the Lord is doing here in this particular community, in this place, in this time. Yeah, Zach, I actually want to jump in. For a moment because in God's providence we do have somewhat of an anecdote while we're talking about hospitality. Uh, when Isaac and his wife Liberty moved here they mentioned uh, that they were big sports fans and so this past weekend they hosted me at their home. I had dinner with them and then I took them to a big high school football game, American football. Um, and so we went to a Burns versus Dorman uh, high school football game, Friday Night Lights, and uh, I instructed them and there are three children uh, in the ways of American football, and uh, it was really just a good time, a great time of fellowship, and uh, the team we were pulling for won. I won't say who it was. I don't want to alienate any of our possible li <laughs> listeners here, but... Because I'm sure yeah. our listeners follow well, the local high school football. Well, good point. Actually, it was kind of funny. His, his wife did a little research, and the two mascots were the Rebels and the Cavaliers. And she said, the Cavaliers are a much more righteous team to pull for, so we're going to go for the Dorman Cavaliers as opposed <laughs> to the Rebels. And so we did. Uh, they pulled it out. <laughs> well, that's, that's one sign you know Liberty's not from the American South. If he prefers <laughs> Cavaliers to Rebels. Um, uh, yeah, I, guess, I just might add one more thing there. Um, something that's been a real blessing to us has been plugging into a church community here at, at Greenville as well. Um, you know, worshiping at a one of the local, the many local uh, blessed reformed churches, has been 
a way for us to to plug into a community and get to know some people and and experience the ministry of of Christ Church through that that way. So that's been a huge blessing to us as well. Part of your and Liberty's deliberations about where to go to church for just the few months that you're here, uh, you all pretty much landed at the point of saying, you know, let's let's check out a bunch of these churches just to see what church life is like in America, or at least here in the Greenville community. Did you find that this sense of hospitality and warmth was common in all the churches that you visited? Yeah, it was. Every, uh, people were friendly across the churches that we visited. We visited four or so churches, and um, yeah, uh, we were invited back to people's homes for, for lunch, people who we'd never met before, and extremely friendly people, and uh, opening their homes to us, so uh, for sure, and, and we could have, you know, we could have been very happy in any one of those churches, really, where we worshipped. That was the most difficult decision Jocelyn and I had to make when we moved here with the family. Was which of these excellent, wonderful, warm uh, Bible preaching churches do we go to? And um, and in God's providence, we ended up. At, at one rather than the others because we can't be in multiple places at one time but um, they're all definitely blessed communities blessed of the Lord as you all said now for both of you I guess we'll start with Logan you're, you're, you're up now what has been your favorite class so far and you can include the classes you took last winter and spring in that I'd probably give an edge to intro to reform theology which is and who teaches that that's Dr. Piper and it's it's really just kind of a fundamental course here in the seminary in which Dr. Pipe is going through the confession, Calvin's Institutes, and he's drawing and pulling from a lot of uh, historical reform thought, and he's just kind of helping us to understand where the writers of the confession were coming from, um, how they came to these conclusions, and it's it, it really is just a blessed class. There's a lot of conversation there. Um, it's a very open dialogue type, and so you students ask a lot of questions and um and it's tough to stump it's tough to stump dr piper um we haven't seen it yet but uh anyway i would say that uh i'd give an edge to that one though i would also throw in pentateuch and intro to reform the uh spirituality as close second for our listeners benefit if you come here as a married student like isaac or like me your your wife can sit in on any class uh, as an auditor, except other than the preaching classes. So my wife's sitting in on Intro to Reform Theology this semester uh, with Logan and the other students, and she's you know taking the exams and she's memorizing all the catechism work and following along and doing all the reading just like any other student, and it's absolutely free. And um, so that that is something that that your wives, if you're listening and you're considering seminary, that your wives could benefit from as well, in addition to the ladies' fellowship. And we won't get into all the different things we have available for the families. But Isaac, what has been your favorite class uh, so far? And, and Isaac also took some courses with us in the past, both by distance, but also in residence over a winter term. So you can include those in your, sure. in your pick. You know, that's a really, that's a hard question because uh, every, every course brings something unique um, and you benefit from it in a different way. I'm tempted to say logic, just because that's been such a useful unit to me. Uh, just, I, I hadn't taken a course in logic before, and I found after doing that course, and, and Dr. Curto will have you doing, you know, it's, I, I think of it like uh, military drills, you know, you're just going through logic exercise after logic exercise. And, um, but by the end of it, you know, I was reading books in a different way. Uh, you know, you could read a book, and, and some authors are more concise than others, or less concise. And you know, sometimes you find those less concise authors. And I, I found myself 
um, you know, you can, you can start looking for the proposition of a paragraph. Um, so I, I just found it, it made me a much more efficient reader and, and a sharper thinker. So I really appreciated that. But, but I'd have to say, if I had to, if I had to choose a favourite unit, I have to say Reformed Spirituality with Dr. McGraw. Um, and there's many reasons for that. But if I could just give one, uh, my experience in, in this unit as I've been taking it this semester has been I've, I've truly grown in a tangible sense of the value of prayer. Um, I was able to study prayer, uh, especially for, for my major paper in this unit, and, and studying it and, and looking in God's Word and, and reading some of the great stuff that's been written on prayer in the past. Um, yeah, the Lord's just been using that to give me a, a real increased sense of, of how important prayer is. You know, we all know in, 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 our, in our confessions and our, and our minds how important prayer is, um, but often in our actions we don't we don't feel that reality we you know oh i'll go to the prayer meeting even though i don't feel like it tonight or mm. or i'll i'll just pray I'll, you know our hearts might not be in it when we pray in our personal devotions mm. but but yeah my i've been finding through the things i've been learning in this unit that my heart has really been impressed with a sense of you know prayer is a gift of god that really really does matter and and he calls us to prayer and he works through prayer and so if we're, if we're struggling with particular sins or, or different things, you know, we can really, we can bring those to the feet of our God. And he works through our prayers and he gives us strength and blessings. You know, the, the scriptures say you have not because you ask not. And I think it's just so true. So I've, um, for that reason alone, you know, that is, that's worth the trip mm. from Australia to America. I've heard Liberty and Isaac say that a bunch. They say, oh, this sermon was worth the trip. If this is the only reason <laughs> that God brought us here, it was worth it. But uh, back, to, back to what you were saying on prayer, it, it, is, uh, it is not enough for the man of God and for the minister of the word to have an understanding of prayer and, an, and a theolo- even just an intellectual knowledge and assent to the importance of it. There must be a movement of the will to actually get down on your knees and to pray. Um, the practice of prayer, the experimental, experiential practice of prayer is something that is absolutely necessary uh, for the man of God and particularly for the minister of the word, right? And so I'm, I'm, I'm really glad to hear that. That's been the big takeaway so far from that class. Now, Logan, as I mentioned before, you began last spring out of sequence, and usually we, we get a couple guys that start in the spring or the winter. This year, we're anticipating bringing on as many as eight or nine new students from abroad and from the, the Greenville area. Has it been difficult to get settled into the pace of the, the program here? And what challenges did starting out of sequence present, if any? I think probably seminary, getting accustomed to the speed of seminary and the, the academic challenges of it will be an adjustment for anyone. So I don't think necessarily starting out of sequence exacerbated that in any way. Um, there was, uh, I am having one conflict this semester where I began Greek in the spring and now Greek two is conflicting with, uh, with one uh, beginning class. So I'm actually taking that MP3. What does that mean to take a class MP3? The professor will give the instruction because my Greek class is meeting at the same time, I'll be in Greek. I won't be there. Later on in the week, I will then listen to the recording of the lecture. I'll complete all the assignments um, on time and 
the only thing that I'm missing is actually being there live in the class, but I'm still uh, listening to all the, the lectures. So that has been the only rub so far. Um, I didn't take classes in the spring in order to try to graduate faster in any way. So the only classes I took in the spring sort of give me a little bit of a cushion. Um, so I, rather than graduate in four years flat, I'll actually graduate in four and a half years, Lord willing, at the fastest pace, not three and a half as some have done. So by the time I complete my classes this spring, then I will be on exactly the same trajectory as the rest of my uh, fellow classmates who began in the fall. So maybe a few kinks to work out at the very beginning, um, but like I said, once I get through next spring, I'll be right on pace with all of my other classmates. Excellent. Well, I'm glad to hear that it's been working out for you. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm taking classes part time because I'm working here full time. Before I was here, I worked at another uh, at another Christian organization, the Coalition for Christian Outreach. Shout out. And um, and going part time has probably been really similar. You know, it's it's you run into different schedule conflicts or whatever as you're trying to line up classes every semester. It's not quite as easy to fit everything together, but. I found that you know Mrs. Curto, our registrar, and our faculty have been very accommodating and understanding and flexible, and that's been helpful to me even before I was staff, but especially now that I am staff and have all the responsibilities on my plate that I have. Now, for both of you, I want to ask this. I know it's a it's a long ways away at this point. When I do the the upcoming graduates class of 2018 interviews uh, later in our season, they'll be able to answer this with a lot more confidence. I hope, or a lot more visibility. But at this point, what are your plans for after you complete your formal theological education, either here or in Australia? Isaac, let's start with you. Sure. Well, I can give you a little bit of a taste, um, uh, just to fill in. Uh, my degree in Australia, I'm actually in my final semester of studies at a, in Australia at the moment, um, so I expect to, to graduate at the end of this year. Um, and, and so for me, uh, I plan to go back to Australia. I love, I love Australia. I've always uh, felt a strong, you know, strong love for my people there and, and uh, yeah, always had a heart for serving uh, the, the body of Christ in that country. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm part of the Christian Reformed Churches of Australia, which I, I don't think I told you about that before. But no, so it's not a Presbyterian de denomination. It's a denomination in the Dutch Reformed tradition. Lord willing, I'll be going back um, and starting at the start of next year, I'll be doing what we call a year as a vicariate, which is basically uh, sort of a, a, a ministry trainee under a, under a senior minister. I'll be, I'll be tr training for a year uh, and, and Lord willing, doing my ordination exams during the course of next year. Um, so, yeah, that, that's a year ahead for me, and Lord willing, following that, it will be ordination and service in the church in Australia, in the Christian Reformed Churches. So I'm, I'm looking forward to what's ahead, and yeah, I hope and, hope and pray that God will be able to use my family and me serving in that way. Amen. Amen. What about you, Logan? Well, I'm I'm a little farther away than Isaac. Um, I still have uh, four years until I graduate, but I think that the Lord is calling me toward pastoral ministry. And so I'm moving forward with that mindset. Um, and if the Lord changes course somewhere between now and then, um, then, you know, I will uh, I'll follow him and, and, and seek to do what it is that to which he's called me. 
but at this point in time I definitely have a deep sense of calling toward uh, the pastoral ministry in the church so what that will look like four years from now where I might be still questions that remain um, but we'll see uh, we'll see how it goes and uh, trust in the Lord and um, it's an exciting time it really is and I couldn't be happier that I'm here and at this point you're most interested in serving in a confessional Presbyterian yes, church, right? Absolutely. Cool. Yes. Guys, I'm really thankful that you both joined us. I want to end on a really light note, though. Isaac, what's the most ridiculous things an American has said to you with regards to your <laughs> Australian uh, origin story here? Uh, well, the first thing that comes to mind, I was at the dry cleaner the other day, and uh, you know, it's, it's not unusual for someone to say, hey, where are you from? You know, where's that accent from? And often they're not sure. And, and I said, oh, I'm from Australia. And this other guy pops up and goes, yes. You know, and he's, I won't, I won't attempt an American accent here. It will make the ears of our listeners bleed. But, you know, <laughs> this guy just says, um, yeah, Australia is the coolest accent in the world. It's like the, it's like the English, except cool. <laughs> so that was just a crack up. You know, there's been lots of classics, but that was, a, that was quite good. Yeah. Oh, man. We, we love talking about regional accents and dialects at Greenville Seminary. Logan and I drove up together to the Banner of Truth conference this past spring. We had a um, guy from Southern California, I think, Southern or Northern California, and then a guy from, uh, uh, like, Greenwood, uh, South Carolina, which is kind of out in the country, and then you know Logan's from Alabama, and I'm from Philly, and they're like, Zach, you don't have an accent at all. And I said, oh, no, I just suppress my, my Philly accent. And, and uh, they made me do it for them. I won't do it for you, but <laughs> listeners. But yeah. we, we just had a, a good laugh about that. So it's fun to hear that. Your, your big takeaway story of ridiculous things Americans say has yeah. to do with your Australian accent. Men, thank you again for joining me. It's been a pleasure and a joy, and I'm excited for what the Lord is doing in your lives. Thank you, Zach. Thanks, Zach. You've been listening to a production of Greenville Presbyterian Theological Seminary. For more information about the seminary, please visit www.gpts.edu.